Welcome to the Rebel Energy Podcast with me, your host, Jade Ellsbury. I'm a corporate dropout and multiple six-figure online business owner. My mission is to help you get out of the nine-to-five mindset and create a new narrative for moms working from home to gain more freedom, more income, and living your dream life by cultivating your own rebel energy. So grab a glass of wine, get comfy, and let's dig in. Hello, Rebels. I am so excited to have you guys back here with me for today's podcast. And as you guys know, for this season, we did some market research to hear from you what exactly that you're wanting an expert on. Um, Not only to hear from me and my input on the VA side of things, but also for entrepreneurs in the online space in general. So I love that you guys had chose pricing as one of the top five things that you are really struggling with right now. Because with pricing, it's so important, not only for business strategy, right? Not only for, okay, this is what I need to be making in my business. This is how much I should be charging for the amount of hours this is going to take me, but also too, because mindset ties into it so much. And honestly, this was something that I struggled with so much. And I think the reason for that was, was because at that point in my life, all I knew was struggle. All I knew was being undervalued, underappreciated at my nine to fives, and just being in this mindset of, okay, my husband is always going to be the breadwinner. So up until I actually started my virtual assistant business and hired my coach, not when I started my VA business, because you guys know I was not making jack shit, but until I actually started work with my coach and she told me my value, did I actually see it? And no, I did not see it the first few weeks. I remember when she told me to start charging $35 an hour, I literally about shit my pants. I was like, whoa, what? Because no one else had ever told me that is what I was worth. I just always assumed I was just going to have to climb the corporate ladder, work extra hard, you know, maybe find a job where I could pick up like extra shifts or something like that. And remember too, when I was going to school full time, I was working three part-time jobs just to make ends meet. And not only that, but I'm pretty sure when I worked at the daycare, oh, I wish I could remember what I was making but I'm pretty sure I was only making about $10 an hour. I know for sure, and that was when the last daycare I worked at um, after I had my son, but I'm pretty sure before that, oh my gosh, guys, this is gonna make me sound so old, but in 2010, the first daycare ever I worked at, I'm pretty sure I wasn't even making $10 an hour. I'm pretty certain I was making about nine. And again, You know, two, three years before that, I was working at McDonald's. Oh, two years before that, I was working at McDonald's in high school. And I was making, I don't know, like seven, eight bucks an hour. So when I say that, like, yes, I've worked some crappy jobs and been paid very little, I'm not kidding. Also, too, right, we need to take into account that inflation, you know, minimum wage back then was $7.25. I think it's like doubled, what, in the last 10 years, all of that. But I was already going into starting my business as, okay, entrepreneurs work all the time, but that's the payoff for 
you know, getting to take off vacation or take a day off or have that flexibility. So like maybe, you know, if my kids got to function on this day, I'll just have to work 12 hours. Like I was going into my business with the absolute wrong mindset, right? Of like, we got to hustle hard and then eventually one day it will pay off. But hey, at least I'm my own boss. And so for me, it was hiring a coach. I needed someone else to show me what the going rate was in the online space, but also to look at what I already knew, the value that I already have to give. But I needed someone else to show me what that looked like. If you are ready to have Rebel Energy and launch your virtual assistant business, then head over to basictobookedout.com to get started. So when I started my virtual assistant business or attempted to in 2018, I would say attempted to because I didn't, in 2018, I really didn't have the balls to say I'm starting my own business. I decided to play it safe. And that was for me applying for jobs on LinkedIn. Upwork was my best friend. <laughs> that, well, I thought it was my best friend. It was more of like a friend, friend of me. But my going rate on Upwork, this is my thought process when I started. And maybe this is something similar to what you did as well, too. So at my nine to five that I quit before I decided to go and start my own VA business, I was making sixteen eighty three. dollars an hour. And so I thought, okay, well, I was making $16.83 an hour there. So as a virtual assistant, I should just go ahead and charge $15 an hour, make it clean, easy. Also too, I'm a new VA, but that's not too far away from when I was making my nine to five. Plus I'm saving money on daycare. And so that's what I decided to charge. But here was the problem with that, that I didn't think through. I didn't think about taxes. I didn't think about the fact that the $16.83 that I was making an hour, even though at that point it was a little low, you know, for an hourly wage in 2018, but those hours that I got a week, those 40 hours were guaranteed. So with charging only $15 an hour as an entrepreneur, those hours weren't guaranteed. And so I was totally lowballing myself. I didn't think about the extra work that it would take just to keep my business running besides my clients paying me. I didn't think about overhead costs, which for an online business is pretty low, right? Um, maybe a few apps here and there, different things. Um, but I just, I didn't think about anything like that. And also too, I felt like charging more than $50 an hour was greedy because <laughs> how lucky am I? I get to work from home. So, you know, since I'm blessed to be able to work from home and start my own business, I should charge less. F no, people. Oh my gosh, even talking about it, it's so embarrassing. I cannot even believe that, that was my thought process, but it was. So then when I was trying to go and find new clients, they were totally fine with the $15 an hour, but they didn't want to give me the amount of hours I needed. And remember, you guys, I had to be making 3 k a month in my virtual assistant business just to scrape by. That would pay the bills, maybe afford to eat out once or twice a month, and that was it. So then when I started to look locally, it became very apparent that I was never going to be able to charge more than $50 an hour here, let alone land enough clients to be able to actually make 3K. So if we divide that up, 3,000 divided by $15 an hour, 
that's 200 hours a week that I needed to be working. Dividing that by four, that was 50 hours a week. And remember, I didn't want to work more than 40 because the whole point of me starting my business was to spend more time with my kids. And it was just looking to me like it was never going to happen. Then to make matters worse on Upwork, because I put $15 an hour down, they charge you or take 20% of your income from clients that you get, at least up until, I know this was years ago, so up until you reach a certain amount of your business. But I didn't have any clients on Upwork. So until I reached, I think it was like $2,000 or something in work, I was going to have to pay them 20%, which means now instead of making $15 an hour, I'm only making $12 an hour, which was pretty close to what I was making at the daycare I was working at in 2013, five years ago. So boom, right there, I had totally screwed myself over. Now, you guys know I finally decided to invest in a coach. And so when I started to work with her, and actually like a couple weeks before, right? Remember, for 18 months, I was like $15 an hour, $15 an hour. So I was getting really sick of it. And I decided to grow a pair <laughs> right before I decided to hire my coach. So I think my coach and I had connected, but I don't think, I'm trying to remember, guys, remember, this is like five years, four years ago, but I think I had just decided, okay, I'm sick of this, like, I need to be charging more, and decided to go out on the limb and charge $25 an hour and just see what she had to say. Um, I had a client from, actually, one of my clients that I had online refer me to another person, and... I think at that point, I kind of figured out what my boss for the online business I was working for, what she was charging per hour. And then I was making about $15 an hour. So I think she was charging about like 30. So I went on the limb. I'm like, okay, I'll do $25 an hour because that's 10 more than what I'm making. That's five less than what she's charging. And that client decided to sign up with me. And I was so excited. So then obviously I started to work with my coach, I think within that week of hiring my first client on my own. And I remember my VA coach telling me, you should be charging $35 an hour. And I about crapped my pants, you guys. Because <laughs> remember, that was $10 more than what I was charging my VA business. And now it was $10 more than what I was charging my new VA client. And hearing someone else say, okay, this is like the value that you have to offer someone was the best feeling in the world. Like never my wildest dreams that I think in that first year of going out on my own and starting my own VA business would I have been able to charge $35 an hour. But also too, I wanted to kick myself because I realized why was I waiting for someone else to show me what I was capable of charging? Because at the end of the day, you guys, you can charge whatever you fucking want. It's your business. But obviously too, right? We want to make sure that whatever we are charging is going to be equal to the value that we are giving our ideal client. Okay. But I also want you to start to think about too, that the value of anything is actually up to the potential buyer. So if you guys know me, I love Kate Spade. I love their purses. I've got the Apple Watch, little dilly, the band. There we go, the band. I couldn't think of what it was called. <laughs> Everything. I've got the sunglasses. I love it. And my fiance, who has way less expensive taste than me, he'll wear like his own business shirts around. Like he gives zero fucks, all right? So 
When I found these Kate Spade sunglasses, I think they were like close to $200. Please don't judge me. Literally, I always bought like $5 or $10 sunglasses because my kids would always destroy them. But now they're both old enough that I get to splurge a little bit and actually have a nice pair of sunglasses that I keep in a case. But when we went to Dillard's and I showed him the sunglasses I wanted, he was like, are you freaking kidding me? Like you could go to Walmart and buy the exact same pair for $20. And I'm like, no, for me, it's worth it to spend what potentially $180 more for what I want, right? Apparently to me, Amy's Kate Spade that has that label on it, I see the value in that where my fiance thinks it's the dumbest thing ever and I should go buy a cheap pair of sunglasses, right? But he's amazing. He lets me do me. He's like, you work hard, buy whatever you want. I'm like, thank goodness. <laughs> but does that make sense? Where one person sees the value in something and another person thinks it's ridiculous, but listen to this. Even though I'm like, mm, I'm gonna buy the sunglasses I want, and he loves bow hunting. So for him, I don't even know any bow hunting brands, so don't judge me, but, oh, I know Matthews, that's it. He loves Matthews bows, okay? So for him, he would go spend $1,200 on a Matthews bow. I think that's how much it is. <laughs> There's a new one he's been looking at, where for me, who is probably gonna go bow hunting with him at some point, probably once or twice a year, I'd be okay with, you know, a more cheaper bow because to me, that's not something that's important. So your job as an online service provider, whether you're a coach, whether you're a VA, um, an online business manager, social media manager, whatever it is, your job is to prove your value. It's to show them why repurposing your content is important or the value of doing DM and lead gen management. And so depending on what kind of business they have, maybe they don't think that one thing is important. And that's, again, it all ties together why knowing your ideal client is so important in doing that market research. So that way, if you're aiming towards online fitness coaches and they're telling you that, you know, their biggest struggle is a DM and lead gen management, that's what you need to be talking about. That's how you're going to be able to show the value in what you are selling. Does that make sense, guys? I hope it does. So I want you guys to think about the Kate Spade versus the cheap sunglasses my fiance wears. <laughs> and look at the difference there, okay? Because even though you believe what you're doing is important, you know, if you're, again, doing DM and Legion management and your ideal clients for a fitness coach, but then maybe... Um, you know, a holistic health coach found you somehow and they're just like, well, I, I don't see the value of the worth of that because that's not what I'm struggling with in my business right now. That doesn't mean what you're doing is wrong. It doesn't mean that you suck, right? It just means that they would rather spend their money maybe on a different part of their business. Maybe they've already got their DM and Legion marked down and they don't need your help with that. So I want you guys to go into pricing at your services with that mindset of, okay, not everyone is going to want to work with me because of what I'm offering, but I do see the value in offering this to this one specific niche or maybe a more broad niche because they told me that's what they're needing help with, okay? So the biggest piece of advice that I could say is if you are uncertain of where you should start off at, I'm really not a huge believer in competitors, okay? I feel like there's enough for everyone in the online space. But 
if you are at a point where maybe you can't afford a coach right now, I would do some market research with someone else that is in the same niche or wanting to offer the same skill set as you. And actually, too, guys, be totally transparent. We work with online service providers, right? So we can teach DM and lead gen, Canva, tech, systems, blah, 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 right? But I know when we had Emily Tittle come into RSA and she was wanting to do copywriting, I've never actually worked as a copywriter. And that's more of a project-based skill set versus, right, like an hourly okay, we're doing general admin tasks or we're doing, you know, five hours of lead gen a week or whatever that is for an online business. It's a little bit different. So we actually connected Emily because her coach and I were like, mm, like I've hired a copywriter, but again, it's very project-based. I hired one to do my website. So that was gonna be super helpful for Emily when, you know, she was gonna be doing copywriting for different parts of an online business owner's business. So we actually connected her with one of our past RSA clients, Alyssa Tuck, who actually did my copywriting for my website, but she does all things copywriting. So yes, we were able to help her with marketing and all that great stuff. But at the end of the day, right, unless I actually worked as a copywriter, how would I ever be able to actually really help her figure out what to charge if I've never done that myself? It's okay to ask for help. It's okay to admit that you don't know the answers to everything. Just like me, right? I didn't do my homework. I didn't look at what other VAs were charging. And so when Aaron was like, Jade, you've been a VA for over 18 months at that point, even though I didn't have like a ton of clients, I actually worked for a business and I learned so much. She also looked at my skill set as well too. I literally ran virtual summits. So I did the graphics. I built brand new websites from scratch. I did project management. I always had 21 guests for every single summit that I did. I had to make sure that they sent the contract that got sent over to them. Um, I had to get the recording. I had to edit that. I had to put it on the website. I had to do all the marketing. I had to get them all the marketing materials for them on their end. There were literally a thousand moving parts and that was my zone of genius. And project managers can also charge more as well too. So once she looked at that, Plus the fact that I just went and invested, um, you know, nearly $4,000 in her. She's like, you should be starting off charging $35 an hour. And I'd already worked as an admin assistant at my previous jobs as well, too. So all of those years of value, right? All those years of learning different skills and things actually ended up paying off. And what I realized was that I was shorting myself. And that's what we do in Rockstar Academy as well, too, with our RSA clients. If they previously invested in a passive course, there's really one popular one that I'm hearing about a lot lately, and it's about like $900. So we tell our clients, okay, you just spent $900 on that. Now you invested thousands of dollars with us. Plus, you know, maybe they worked as an admin assistant for 15 years before that. They're going to start off charging more than someone who maybe is 18, just graduated high school. They don't have a ton of work experience. And then RSA is their very first investment. So there's so much that goes into what you need to start charging your ideal clients. And so you guys need to really make a list of, okay, this is what I know how to do. Maybe you've had a couple of small clients. Even if you've had a couple of small clients or even one client that you've had for three months already, the fact that you were able to keep that client for three months, for six months, and let's say you're getting amazing feedback from them. Maybe you help them land five new clients in the month of June 
by itself. Those are all things that you guys need to take into consideration when you start to charge your rates as an online service provider or even a coach as well too, right? So like when I started as a virtual assistant coach, I charged $2,000 less per person than what I do now. Because what you guys are buying when you purchase anything from me, Rock Salt Academy, one-on-one coaching, Scale to Summit, you are getting all of my value and all of my knowledge and all the money that I've invested. You guys know I've invested nearly six figures in my business over the last four years. So it's not that you're now working with Jade, the brand new VA coach from 2020, that only invested $3,600 in her VA coach. Now I've invested almost 100K back into my business. I've also coached hundreds of women. So what I'm charging is going to be more than a brand new VA coach that decided to be a VA coach a week ago because they just hit 5K in their own business, right? I've helped hundreds of women. I've helped them leave their nine to fives, replace their corporate income. So I have those client case study and those client results and that client's data to back up what I charge. And that's why when I go on a coach consult back when I was doing them, now Raquel's doing them for me, I had no problem charging what I was because I could see the value in what they were getting. They were getting a coach there with them 24 seven, they were getting customized business plans. Well, they still do get customized business plans. They were getting uh, two monthly calls with me and everyone in RSA. They were getting an amazing community that they could connect with forever and modules that I'm continuously updating and guest speakers that come and give their knowledge. So I want you guys to think about that as well, too, of like how much have you invested in your business? That also needs to be calculated into what you're charging. So if you cannot afford a coach right now, if you've never worked with a coach and you have no effing idea what you should be charging, go talk to, and I hate this word, competitors, okay? I don't really view them as competitors, but go talk to other VAs that are doing what you wanna do or other VAs that are working with the ideal client that you wanna work with. Hell, maybe reach out to a VA coach and say, hey, what do you have your clients starting off charging? Blah, blah, blah. All right. So you need to do a little bit of research. But I would say the biggest thing is working with a business coach. They know what the rates look like right now in the online space as well. So I hope you guys found this podcast episode helpful. And I want you guys to start charging the value that you have to offer. So I will see you next week, Rebels. Until then, remember you are worthy, you are capable, and I'll talk to you soon.